Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series dedicated to the topic of psychological games as postulated by Eric Baron. And in our previous episode, we talked about the psychological game itself. What is the game? It is the discrepancy, it is the conversation that happens at different levels, at the explicit and the implicit level. And the explicit level, for example, a conversation of two adults, is actually implicitly implying that there is a parent and child are communicating. And if there is a discrepancy, a kind of crossing relationships, then we talk about the psychological games. They can be different, they can be provoking children behavior, can be parent-adult interaction. My experience shows that the most exhaustive conversations are the games that are between this parent-child communication while the different communication is needed, the adult-adult communication. And I'm going to talk about some of the other games that you can find in the book uh, by Eric Wren and also some of the games that at least least I also play. I found that I play a game and I can share it with you. And maybe also find a games that else examples they can share with you. So the first game we already talked about is the Yes But game or the Argentina game that are the same type of relationship. And the main thesis is I'm going to ask you something and you will have to guess. And this guessing, where you just respond to yes but and let the other party guess, puts a person into weak position, in the position of a child, the one who is sitting in front of the window and trying to guess what kind of bird it is. And the parent knows exactly what kind of bird it is. And the kid can be guessing, but if he or she doesn't know, he will never get the correct answer. And you can at the end just give the answer and you will be the one who knows everything and the kid will be the one who actually is a kind of bit stupid and doesn't know anything about this world. This is the game that we already talked about. The other game that I often observe is the Kick Me game. Kick Me is the game of uh, don't blame me behavior. You know, the the, the idea, oh, please, I'm the only person who always have issues with computer. Whatever it is, if it is a computer, it will break down in my office. Nobody else will distinguish it, but I will be the one who will have it. And whatever happens, I am the one. So the kind of victim in the game and this victim actually says don't, don't blame me i don't know why it happens it's only my computer it always have the issue don't blame me it's only whatever the bad luck that happens to myself i think you know people like this the victims within your organization or within your family or within your friend circle and the idea is actually that there is a game because um the idea is to ask the question why is it always happening to me And here, the game is the child-child communication, where the one child is trying to provoke the other one. It's like the kids when they're being aggressive, and the one is the victim, and the other kid is just showing his or her aggression over the first person and trying to behave very aggressively. And you probably can observe this this behavior when, when kids play. Sometimes they can become really brutal in what they say and how they act. And this is exactly the game that provokes this behavior. The victim wants it. You have to understand the victim is not just a victim of a coincidence, but because the victim really wants it. Because, at least based on the ideas by Eric Barron, if you get into this type of relationship, if you get into this one, you can prove the whole world that I am the only good one and the whole world is 
wrong. The world is wrong and I get the points. I am the good one. I get the goodness points and they, those who treat me in this, let's say, aggressive way, there are those who are bad and they lose the points. And the trick is that both parties get some points in this game. And the victim gets his or her points for this being the good one while the whole world, the whole world is bad. And the other party in, involves in this one and says, actually, it is a kind of alpha level, alpha dominating within a team and showing everybody how it is and how it should be done, who is in charge here. So they both parties find each other and that's why these victim relationships, they're very stable. And the game that is being played is usually played with the same people, the same person who will constantly say that he or she is suffering or something. This, why is it always happening to me? This is the behavior that happens, actually provoking the others to be even more aggressive and to continue. And at the end, both parties get something. So the party, the one, the victim shows how good he or she is and how bad the world is. So these goodness points and the others, they have the aggression, dominance points and also will tell them what to do and how this should be done correctly. And being right is something that the other party gets. That's why this is the party where in the event of communication between the parent and the child, the child will be in a very unpleasant position. And after conversation, as in the game, yes, but that we talked about in the last episode, one party will be exhausted and the second one will be euphoric. And in this event, both parties will be happy somehow happy so kind of even crying is like dr house dr house is kind of happy in his unhappiness he could have done like about five or six seasons of the miniseries about of the series about something with his unhappiness but he doesn't just because he's happy with his unhappiness so this would be a he doesn't seem like a victim, but uh, it probably it's not a good example. Just wanted to show you the example of being happy and happiness. But this could be something why we, why what explains why still so many people engage into this victim-like relationships and they are continuing doing this. And this is also the relationship that you can find not only within a small team but also within your friend circle and your and the other friends. And I hope that you are not a victim, but if you are, think about the following that it can happen that you are playing the game it can happen that instead of having the adult conversation you engage in this child chat relationships through provoking to get to something that you need but it may be or it may be something you think you need maybe something that will make you really happy and the same with regard to other parties if you are the one who is aggressor the one who is suppressing other people and telling them so these victims yeah the computer is always broken down by them just because they are so stupid and they don't know how to turn it on or they don't know what to do with it and I will show them this may be also a part of the game and you may engage in this game instead of getting your happiness through the real conversation with the real people in a normal way and through your experience and through your knowledge that you can advance you will just get into positive mood through suppressing somebody else which is probably also not the best idea this is one of the games that I often observe also in a family, also in our organization, and also have observed it in different other organizations. Think about it next time you talk to somebody who tells you the phrase, why is it always happening to me? I hope it was interesting, and I'll see you in the next episode where we're going to discuss one or two other games. See you, and bye-bye.